0: Hello, Wellness Check Wednesday's community. We wanted to take a moment to remind you that while our podcast serves as a safe space for open discussions and sharing experiences, we are not mental health experts. This podcast is a platform for you to express your thoughts, feelings, and experiences in a judgment-free zone. Our aim is to foster connection, provide support, and create a sense of community. It's crucial to acknowledge that we are not a substitute for professional mental health advice or treatment. If you or someone you know is dealing with mental health challenges, we strongly encourage seeking guidance from qualified professionals. Remember, reaching out to mental health experts can make a significant difference. If you ever feel the need, don't hesitate to connect with a licensed therapist, counselor, or healthcare professional.
1: This is the Wellness Check Wednesday's podcast, a share space, a judgment-free zone, a place to meet and discuss our mental health. So let's check in.
2: Well, 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 hello everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Wellness Check Wednesday's podcast. Oh. And you know how we like to do things every Wednesday. Let's check in. I'm gonna go ahead and start off with the originators, of course the um, the brain power behind the Wellness Check Wednesday on pod, um, podcast and Kevin. All right, <laughs> sorry, you got right. I'm the brainstorm. I got the most brain in this building. Okay, Mega Mind. <laughs> oh man, coming from Fayetteville, <laughs> North Carolina. I got jokes for days. Um of course I'm your moderator Brian Livingston. Um one of the originators. I got my man Kevin Marshall here in Fayetteville. Hey, hey. All right, all the way from Cleveland, Ohio. Edwin Varine. Uh,
3: doing pretty good be live you are adamant for trying to take me out of a podcast for the second consecutive week in a row like what's going <laughs> <a> <laughs> on <laughs>
2: Oh, man, I they, I didn't do it this time. Well, I did it this time, but that, well, I don't know what I did. See what
4: had happened. Exactly. <laughs> hey,
2: hey, hey, wait. When, when you crank down, see what had happened, was called? You know what it's going to be, right? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh, also joining us this week, we do have Dominique. Hi. Oh, very nice to have you here with us. And we also have my man Brad, a.k.a. AD in the building. How are we doing, sir? fantastically well how's everybody doing doing wonderful great and all the other things all good
4: feeling great how are you (laughs)
2: exactly all of the above and if we weren't feeling that great this is actually the forum to talk about it so with that being said um thanks to um edwin vereen this week's episode we're going to dive into mental health and the workplace. I think um, we all can agree that at some point of time, in order for us to survive, we got to go to work somewhere and we got to deal with somebody. And, whew, that's Take
4: your time, you better preach. <laughs> Tell them. That,
2: that will, that will affect our mental health. So, I'm going to pass um, pass the mic over to Edwin, because I know he does put in a little bit of research. It gives us nice little insight on our mental health. Edwin?
3: Appreciate you, B-Live. Also, uh, another reason why we work to quote the legendary Stone Cold Steve Austin, because every 30 days we get those little gimmicks in the mail called bills, and we got to address those. So... Uh, <laughs> So with that being said, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, mental health and the workplace. Now, of course, we know there's a lot go that goes on outside of work at home, and sometimes it bleeds over to work and vice versa. Um, so the thing about it is you have to look at uh the risk to mental health at work, as I'm reading the article on the World Health Organization.int, uh risk to mental health at work, at work, risk to mental health also called Psychosocial risk may be related to job content or work schedule specific characteristics of the workplace or opportunities for career development or among other things. Risk to mental health at work can include underuse of skills or being underskilled for work, excessive workloads or work pace and understaffing, long, unsocial or inflexible work hours, lack of control over job, job design or workload, unsafe or poor physical working conditions, organizational organizational culture that enables negative behaviors, limited support from colleagues or authoritarian supervision, violence, harassment or bullying, discrimination and exclusion, unclear job role, under or over promotion, job insecurity, inadequate pay or poor investment in career development and conflicting home and work demands. That last one is real close to home because there are times where things happen. It's like, oh, so anyways, more than half the global workforce works in an informal economy um, where there is no regulatory, regulatory protection for health and safety. These workers often operate in unsafe working environments, working long hours, have little or no access to social or financial protections, and face discrimination, all of which can undermine mental health. So, with that being said, how, with us being working adults, we've all dealt with this at some point or another. How have we dealt with issues as regarding to protecting our mental health at work when it's uh, when it's affected yeah. by hmm? Happy hour. Hey, that does it too.
2: <laughs> yup. <laughs> A happy hour would be great if North Carolina actually had one. I think. I think it's in le- legislation though, where um they will actually be able to discount prices during happy hour in North Carolina. As it stands right now in North Carolina, it has to be the same price all day long for alcoholic beverages. But yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Happy hour, getting off of
4: work, as yes. Yes, that's... not during. <laughs> <laughs> we have another problem. Um, honestly. Just don't get caught. I, I will say this. Uh, on top of that part, Kevin, um, with me coping from the mental illness that work gives me, all of my coping mechanisms have been unhealthy. Um, I shut down. I do the overthinking thing. I take on extra work, add more gray hair to my head. And it's like, I never really knew how to turn it off. Because when you are a black woman with a little bit of power, everybody thinks you're going for them. And so they come after us harder. And the bullying thing, like there's so many women that I looked up to in a lot of the organizations that I've been with were nothing but bible bullies they preaching and quoting scripture and then they talking about you right behind your back or making your life a living hell so um i haven't really figured out how to cope with these things in a positive and healthy way besides punching them in the throat and again that's uh, against the law i guess oh, man
2: <laughs> I, I i try to frown against that but i mean sometimes sometimes you got to <laughs> just a couple chops to the throat um <laughs> They need that bill of touch, right <laughs> jesus
4: laid hands why can't
2: i lay hands <laughs> try jesus not Love me because i sigh I, uh, my, I my bad toby toby um don't don't come after me <laughs> but um a lot of us you're not alone in this dominique when it comes to coping mechanisms especially in the workplace because There's a lot of things that we can cut out of our lives that could alleviate some of the stress, some of the anxiety, some of the um, mental um, health um, defects in our life that we can just cut them off. Work isn't one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because in turn, where especially if we shut down, I like I've left jobs. Guys, say so you know what? I'm not dealing with this no more. Just back in my younger days, where I just thought I could get a job anywhere, mm-hmm. and so I bounced from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant. But man, see, when when I got to my 30s, I was like, wait a minute, I, I can't keep doing that. But work is almost like it's required. It's required. You and starting over, going to another job. It is not not it's not a thing, especially the older that you get, and so I've I've felt that crunch going to a job that I do not like, dealing with people I absolutely do not like, <clears throat> especially with employers that you just want to take your hand and just sort you, of you
4: know. Uh, yeah. right. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See, like oh. when when I shut down, it fucks up my potential because I'm now like, all right, I don't want to give them ideas. I don't want to go the extra mile, but I'm like, okay, I'm compromising my character and my work ethic.
0: Long story short, because I do it the same thing constantly to where to be brutally honest, you're getting that, I don't give a fuck attitude. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because a lot of people won't have the same determination. A lot of people won't have the same vision to help me help you. Let's get this done. And now it's like you have one too many chiefs and not enough Indians to where everybody's working at their own point of vision. Everybody's working at their own point of eyesight to what they see instead of, hey, let's all just get together and do this. And then you got people that are given half ass jobs. You got people that don't all the way care. And now it's like it unintentionally starts to rub off on you and Mm -hmm. you get stuck in that mode. Well, I don't I don't give a fuck. And excuse my language, but it's Um, brutally honest.
4: Eddie, working in radio, do you find yourself in a situation where it's like you always have that one person that just wants to show up at the end and take credit for all the hard work that you've done? And then you're like, man, why did I give that to them? <laughs> well, well,
3: luckily for me, I don't have that problem yet oh, okay. because I, I work on the, um, we have a sports apartment mm. and I work on the... And, and that's where I am. I'm on the I'm on the sports department. I take, you know, I take care of the video live streams for the um football, high school football, high school basketball. And then that that that's that's my thing. That's why I just kind of stay the hell out of the way. Now my other nine to five, which is a restaurant, sometimes it's just sometimes it's per day how I might feel, per week how I might feel or what's going on, like I'm looking at my schedule, like, oh my God, here we go again. We just had a conversation. Now I gotta go have a conversation about them. Now I gotta <laughs> go send emails. Now I gotta go, go do all this stuff. And I'm at the point now, I'm like, maybe I should just find a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Because because sometimes it's like well, at, at 41, I just don't feel like begging s- somebody for me to, hey, make sure my schedule is good, make sure that is good. Okay, well you're getting too many food run shifts. Well, <laughs> Well, you went from five full run shifts a month to four full shifts of full run shifts. Isn't that enough? Hell no, it's not enough. No, it's not enough. Like, give me some regular, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's that. And then you also have to deal with like the favoritism and certain employees on the favorite on the favorites list and people getting babied and everything. And like the radio job, I don't find much, as, as stressful. It has the stressful moments, but it's just, I know it's a part of the part, process of where I'm trying to go. restaurant job I'm like why in the hell am I still doing this (laughs) Brad what about you my
0: man
1: oh gosh I just find different ways uh different outlets like outside of work to get you know through a lot of that stuff I mean I actually just got out of one of those sorts of environments that's why I work remote now Mm -hmm. um not not to like give too much into the story but, uh there was a regime change. Um, like, like I worked for, I, I worked for a um, IT like service company. So I'm a vendor at that place. And they've gone through three or four directors since I've kind of worked for and with that company. So I've seen a lot of change, a lot of good, a lot of bad. And we've been, they basically hired bullies and I don't like bullies. I don't take, I don't, I don't take that. I just don't take it. And when I stood up, my team was like, all right, calm down. So I had to find ways to like, you know, calm down, get myself out of these situations. And, um, you know, I usually just go hit the gym or something or go walk the block a couple of times just to like cool off just because those people push buttons a lot.
4: And then when you stand up for yourself, they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" I said, "Stand up for yourself." Not that hard.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Going> up, <laughs> oh, we all
2: we all go through that, and so, not to not divulge too much into, well, my my work environment is I will say it's completely different now mm-hmm. than than what most people are dealing with because I, technically, I only have one person I report. Now, with that being said, results are results
0: yeah.
2: and I I'm asked for a lot, and sometimes it's overwhelming like how much do you want me to do for set amount of pay? And then also, um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of pressures when it comes to. You're you're like I like I'm I'm it's just me a lot of times here. I'm thankful sometimes that it's just me. And because then sometimes I can sometimes I can't just kick my leg back and like think of other innovative ways to get the word out and spread the word of this wonderful studio that we have here. And then there's sometimes I'm just like, where where everybody at? (laughs) I need I need some money to roll through here Mm -hmm. because if I if I don't have any money rolling through, then how am I gonna get paid? <laughs> um, so coping with that, um, the stress that comes with that, any job, really, I find myself I will bury myself in other projects. I will, whether like and Ed knows this firsthand. it's the Sports Bros Pro, um, um podcast is my coping mechanism. Sports is my coping mechanism. I will <laughs> I apologize to anybody that hangs or hangs around with me during any sporting event because mm-hmm. I am watching with a third eye sometimes because I'm thinking about okay how am I going to report this on the on the podcast? And then I'm just I'm thinking of all kinds of things, especially when like sometimes it spills into my social scene because people want to be talking to me about this and that I'm like, oh hold on watching the game leave me alone (laughs) we'll come back to that (laughs) but that's part of my coping mechanism i try i i i think i am i still deal with it from time to time but drinking that happy hour that we spoke about earlier (laughs) i'm trying my best not to lean on to that to cope with what Mm -hmm. i'm dealing with especially in the workplace like I try my best not to revert immediately to the bottle, immediately to the first shot. Now I drink socially, and I don't get drunk as much as I used to anymore because I, I, I don't lean on it as much. Not every night again now, and again. Now. <laughs> and again. You alive <laughs> <God. laughs> and alive. And again, but I also bowling on Monday. So physical activity, a hobby, something like that, I encourage anybody and everybody, if you do not have some type of hobby, activity, some type of, of a release from your normal nine to five work or whatever your job entails, woo, that's tough. Because <laughs> I, I guarantee you if I didn't have anything else to do, it would be a bottle.
4: But you know that sometimes with... Stress or being in high stress in situations and then you pull yourself out. that like you do need that time for silence. When do you have time for silence besides when you're snoring?
2: Because she I don't. <laughs> I she I absolutely do not. I don't know of a even that's half my problem now is because the places I do go, I don't get silence at. Mm. So it's like it is, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to make home more hospitable, mm-hmm. where I could just say, all right, I'm just gonna go home uh-huh. and watch and be by myself, watch a TV program and call it at night. Then I turn around, I'll be up at 3:30 in the morning because my sleep pattern is jacked up because I'm so used <laughs> to go. But I that it's home is always a good thing. But then a home as A level of stress, especially if you're stressed about your job, worried about it, you may or may not have your job. Then how do you then how you gonna pay for home? Then you're just sitting with your own thoughts. And then it's like, okay.
4: But you know that fear is basically being afraid of the unknown. If you get comfortable with your thoughts, you don't have to sit there and be dreading your thoughts when you're with them.
3: That is that is true. That is very, very true. And since, and since you mentioned that, like, I think I told B Live a while back, like a few months ago, I thought that My other 9-5 job as a server, I thought I was just. I thought I was <laughs> done. Yeah. I'm over here, like, fellas. I think um, I'm in a situation as to where I can't be smiley, happy, charming, Eddie, and wiggle my way out of this situation. It got to the point to where it, it, it was just. Just 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 knowing that I need to change my career path and knowing that something needs to happen. But I don't know if it's me being in my own way, being comfortable, looking at the convenience of it all, and just willing to deal with it. But I'm at the point now I'm like, you have to figure something out. Oh, and to answer the other question, how I deal with like my like after work um stuff at work, when I when I try my best. A man told me a long time ago, he said. You want to know why I'm so happy? I'm like, why are you so happy, sir? He said, because when I leave those double doors, <laughs> I'll leave whatever's going on in this building, in this building. When I go home, I go home, I go sit on my porch, make love little to my wife, cook few steaks on the grill, have a few bears, and don't worry about nothing. And I was like, you know what? Because it got to a point where, where a while was, I practiced that for a little bit. Somehow, some way, I let that gate down And I was bringing work home and it was conflicting with the person I was living with at the time. And it just became and it just became like a back and forth of what I should do and what I shouldn't do. You don't know them. You should do this. You should do that. And I'm at the point now. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to my therapist about it. That's all. I'll talk to my therapist about it. We iron out a plan. And I just have to tell myself, you know, hey, you're there because you need the money don't worry about making friends Don't worry about all this other next essential stuff you're there to get your money get in get out and go to hell home and then like you know sometimes after work i might stop by somewhere and have a have a casual or two or i just go home and just watch an episode of night cat with shannon sharp and chad ocho single to make me laugh i try to i try to remove myself as far out that environment or watch be live and scotty d have a rant on the sports sports podcast which you can check out right now um <laughs> I try to remove myself as far from work as possible. That's why I like when I look at my schedule, that's why I have my days off back to back. So that way it's just, oh, I got a day to breathe. I can do what I need to do. The next day, okay, I know I gotta get it ready for work, but I don't feel half as bad because I know now I had that one day off to enjoy and not think about absolutely nothing. So that's how I do it, you know, sitting around the house. And I'm a big YouTube fan. And I go on YouTube and I go on a bender and have an old fashioned, two old fashions, three old fashions. Next
2: thing you know, I'm in the bed asleep. All right, Eddie, um, I got a question because it this reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. And this might this might sound sad. Me and you, we didn't work together because it was just a time frame. Yeah. I remember when we worked at Joe's Crab Shack and we had one like we had such a tight knit family. Oh man, do we ever. That one. could have been like the like the least stress I've ever lived in. Like because when I went to work, I enjoyed work and I enjoyed the people that I was around. We had such a tight knit family. Then we made all of us made money because we were all working together towards a common goal we had fun don't do that <laughs> don't 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 do that you see here's i don't think you understand how dark of a place you know wait a minute what happened what did i
4: miss slide, y'all all I, working together in the slide. i don't, I don't want to dance I, oh no oh, oh, see,
2: oh, i don't oh. think you understand I, as, a, as a dj right now i do not play i don't play i don't play, I don't play line dances for that very reason, I don't give me
4: my damn muscles and sit
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: shaking ass, you shake towards that kitchen, grip my steam pot, and bring me my food.
2: Oh my god, it was so, it was so much fun though because yeah. the work environment was like can't say that for fame though, because y'all y'all on another level. But this was <laughs> this was in North Myrtle Beach, and we. Yeah. Well, this how this how tight knit our work environment was. When I got married, my entire groom side of the wedding was all um, Joe Crab and employees.
4: Oh, if that was L House, nobody would have gotten off. We had it married <laughs> in the expo window. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I'm just trying to get some blue cheese. I do. God, I'm so <laughs> <away. laughs>
1: Oh, my uh,
2: that, it, was, it was so crazy that I was thinking about it. The reason why I was thinking about that is because our work environment is a direct, like, because we have to work, mm-hmm. it is a direct, like, it has everything to do with our mental well-being. And that's like, I go back that far because that was literally one of the, Easiest jobs because it was very little stress. Now, granted, now we had two hour waits and we are turning and burning. But Not you know what, hell. But you, but you know what we used to do when we see one of somebody else in the weeds, we break out the weedy. Yeah, you, you in the weeds? What you running? Out of your oh my god! We had so many jokes and everything, and then, and then here I come, weeds. I'm in the woods. <laughs> Man. But I, I guess that what I, what, what I really want to implore is, maybe because when we live in a different time, phones and have replaced actual interaction with our closest people, our coworkers, et cetera, et cetera. I think if we all took like a took a moment and try to reconnect with the people that we work with, I think that would. I think that would help a lot with our with the, like our mental stability because we can't work has to be. But
0: OK, hearing that, I'm going to ask a question to the table is when can you turn off work in your brain and show that genuine interest to support somebody at
2: work?
3: As soon as I clock out.
4: I was going to say, as soon as I get home, I take yeah. my wig off.
0: Well, but
2: <laughs> but here's, that's like, here's, here's the thing about that. Like You have actual work relationships with people. Oh, yeah.
0: But and- sometimes, like you said, work deals at a lot of hand in hand with mental stress and also physical stress. So it comes to a point is, like, I found myself, hey, good job today like genuinely, without even having to correlate the work, it could just be the fact that he showed up today. Yeah. Like, when do you take a moment to factor in, let me turn off my brain from work for one moment and give him an actual a compliment towards something that he did today. Hey, we've all dealt with it. Hey, good job. I'm proud that you put on deodorant. It's a it, laughing it matter, but it's real.
4: Yeah, I feel like... Um... To go back to Eddie said about old dude, that's an older mindset to not really want to like hip hop array with all your coworkers. Um, because I know I do work with older people in my building and I'm 40 and I'm just like looking at them like, okay, come on guys, we could do this, we could do it together. And they're all like If there's a person who's happy, I held a door open for someone who was on one of those like little wheel scooties. And he was like, what are you trying to do? I was like, not take your show. I just want to hold the door open for you. So I think like with that mindset of you're not, you're not here to make friends. You're just here to make money and go home. It gets older or it it happens more when we get older. And so it's kind of hard to give those compliments because you have those people that aren't accepting those compliments because they're not trying to be one of your little friends. And it sucks.
3: How, yeah. how, how, how does, uh, how's the uh, the Black mom saying goes? I ain't one of your little friends.
4: I am. Yeah.
2: I, I felt, I felt, and, and I guess that, that's sort of what I'm alluding to is that we've gotten away from that. As people, as a society in general, we've gotten away from just being nice and trying to actually make our work environment a little more peaceful. That's why I went so far back as to George Crabtree, 2008 to 2012, was because that was after that. Like work was stressful. I didn't. There was certain parts, bits and pieces of parts here and there and there that work wasn't as stressful. Of course, at some point in time, you know, I enjoyed my little bit of time at Max when I got to see. But then that got stressful because I see all my friends having fun drinking and I'm working. Wait
4: a minute, hey Brian. Hey, hey Brian. Brian. yo, BY, what's going on, BY? By the way, Dominic, Brian, you're,
3: you're you're you're
2: like this, oh,
4: man. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, especially at not, and he runs back into the kitchen. <laughs>
2: oh, you want to have a whole conversation. You're drunk, and I'm over here sober and
4: next time at me, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it, it, and I said that's. The the reason why I want to say that is because I I I really genuinely believe if we, as much as other people may not find that kindred spirit, there's some you I I I hate I <clears throat> I don't believe that we're all alone at our workplace. We may tend to isolate ourselves because we don't want to deal with the bullshit, but I truly don't believe that I, at all of our respective workplaces. There's somebody that we can connect to. There's somebody that we actually are happy to see from time to time. Maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed.
4: Maybe. Oh, are you looking at me? <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking no, at everybody. I, I will say there, there's a couple people that I respect in the workplace, but I don't understand. And so I try to limit to not offend. Um, because, again, like my, my happy-go-lucky nature sometimes offends people. And... I still have to. So self-care, self-maintenance, I have to self-maintain myself by pulling myself away from them, by taking breaks and closing my door so people don't just pop in my office at every time that they want to. Like, I have to maintain myself and my mental health so it doesn't get worse.
3: How many many times, I'm sorry, how many times have we looked at the schedule? Mm. Who here today? Who here today? Who here today? today. Yeah. Oh, corny-ass car here oh, and, and corn chip breath different. and Darlene over here worrying about her old sorry-ass baby dad don't hear that shit today <laughs> okay Cal in there we gonna cut up beat Ivan and gonna cut up Joe, we gonna cut up yeah we gonna have a good yeah. time yeah <laughs>
0: I do that every weekend going to the club yeah who <laughs> all <on> in here <laughs> all over there but Brad what are, you, what, what are you, some of your insight and thoughts on everything
1: well, uh, well, when I did work inside of the uh, office environment, I did have people that um, I worked with um, that I knew, you know, that I could trust because I kind of came like, like again, I come from an environment where trust is very limited. Like you have to basically be surface with a lot of people because there will be a lot of people that will turn around and just like, you know, stab you, boom, right, right in the the back. And there's only like maybe a handful of people I can actually trust and, you know, go to lunch with, talk to outside of work, things like that. And, um, you know, I do kind of miss having that, you know, work relationship with some of those people. Because some some of them are now gone from from that place I used to be at. So you know having to make sure that you maintain good relationships and I can even take it back to when I first got my first corporate job we were so tight bonded we we all used to go out together after work so we we were like clubbing together that's how tight knit we were and <laughs> so many shenanigans but our number one rule was to not like you know really talk about like the previous night or whatever that night we went out we could have our inside jokes but you know we couldn't full on talk about it just because um, people would feel left out. They're like, "Oh, why is why you know why is Brad and so and so and all of them hanging out? Why didn't they ask me? Because you're not fun. That's why." <laughs> yeah, actual. <laughs> oh, man. with that being said, I do
2: uh, Zoom is doing it again, yelling at us and everything. Aww. But I want to appreciate everybody for joining us on Wellness Check Wednesday. We'll do it all over again next week. Join us on Zoom. Thank you for listening. And as always, let's check in. Let's check in.
1: Peace, Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Check Wednesdays podcast. Please join us every week, Wednesdays on Zoom at 6 p.m. and join our Facebook group for updates and to participate. We care about your mental health. So let's check in.